to the I Am A Feminine Leader podcast, conversations with women who have transformed challenging life experiences into powerful lessons that have inspired community building in all aspects of their lives. I am your host, Michelle Hersayag-Nessit, Community Design and Impact Specialist, here to activate the community builder in you with inspiring stories, practical tools, and strategies that anyone with passion and vision for community building can use to amplify their impact. Let's get started, shall we? Welcome back to the show, everybody. This week, I have Linda Crawford, who is a person who is really near and dear to my heart. I consider her a mentor, a friend, an inspirational leader who is really pivotal in showing me what community in the workplace looks like. And I met Linda when I joined her wellness champions committee as a part of one of the organizations we worked together with about seven years ago. And Linda is a very well-rounded, very multi-passionate, but truly magnificent and magnetic person in so many different areas. She studied yoga and meditation. She's doing a shamanic training, but her focus on health and wellness in the workplace was how we got connected. And Linda, I would love for you to share with the listeners kind of more about your experiences with health and wellness and how that has impacted how you view community today. Thank you so much, Michelle. What a beautiful introduction and truly feel honored and privileged to be here with you today and to share in this important conversation because I really believe that community and connection now more than ever is a really, really important theme. And so, yes, I would absolutely say in, in terms of my own journey and time in the, in the realm of health and fitness and wellness, what I've come to see and know and understand more fully is that it isn't just one thing, that it really is looking at it almost like a wheel of life. And there are multiple components that help to inspire what we can make possible in our desire to shine and to thrive. And so, you know, a a function of that is physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, intellectual, and, you know, really just carving out the opportunity to become more aware of where we are at in terms of sort of the ecosystem of things and to be curious about ourselves in that. And so in the early days when you and I connected and met, I really wanted to advocate for the idea of how we build the foundation inside of the whole spectrum that I just talked about, but focusing on the dimension of social and social, the the, the dimension of social health and the pillar of that to me is all about how we bridge and build community and a sense of belongingness, no matter where we are. And in this space, as we're talking about, it was in sort of corporate culture in workplace settings. How do we stand behind and advocate for what our why is in this together? Because that's how we get buy-in. That is how we build engagement and participation and buy-in. Because this isn't just driven from the top down or from a wellness professional saying this is how we do it, but really creating the invitation first and foremost. And I would say that, you know, when looking back, what, what is the first piece? 
it's first of all, having the vision of why. And so, as I mentioned, I wanted to broaden and really focus as part of the, the, the foundation on social. And so I had a strong why. The second piece to that was then being the invitation, creating the invitation where you could get people putting their hand up and saying, hey, there's something that's going on here. And I want to be a part of that. Because Without the invitation, people are either not informed or aware and sort of, you know, nudged to say yes to that thing. So I would say those are some some key components. And then, you know, bringing like-minded, willing, and people who are ready to activate that vision collectively is really, truly where magic happens. And so just wanted to sort of provide a little bit of context to where that all sort of came from, where you and I then in that you were one of the ones who raised your hand in those very early days and said, I'm in, I'm here, how can mm-hmm. I help? And it's leaders like yourselves, Michelle, you know, who then help it's I don't know if you've ever seen that, that, that dancing man, that YouTube dancing man, where there's oh, a yeah. man <laughs> dancing alone, right on a hill and thinking, man, I hope at some point, someone joins me, maybe. And then all of a sudden, one person comes and then there's another person. And then before you know, it, you've created a movement, you've created a campaign. And mm-hmm. isn't that what what community is all about is 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 the opportunity to, to bridge the connection and a space for belongingness and making an impact. Absolutely. I I don't think that you fully understand. So I'm going to tell you <laughs> and hopefully you'll give yourself a moment, settle in, Linda, and absorb mm-hmm. this because I don't think you fully understand how timely and important your impact of the wellness committee was for me at that time because at that point in time I was suffering from severe postpartum depression I had a lot of family trauma happening in my household and I was just in a really I was in like a fight or flight state I was in a survival state every single day just trying to get through the days take care of my family take care of my kids be all the things that I thought I was supposed to be as a working mom, as a wife, as a, as a mother, as daughter, like all of the titles, roles and hats that as women wear, I was drowning every single day. But the wellness committee was something that I could lean into and feel safe and feel like, okay, this is, this feels good. (laughs) You know, like this feels good. I want more of this. I need this. And, you know, that really brought to light how fundamental it is that we approach community as action. You know, I've said on the podcast many times that I believe community is a verb. It's not a place. It's not a group. It's not a thing. Community is action. And so your action inspired and activated other people in our organization. We came together as this committee. We made really significant impact, measurable impact through the community accountability reports. And now you held health summits every year through the organization. And so seeing the ripple effect of that impact kind of grow and scale over the years makes me so happy because I know that it wasn't just me that was struggling and needed that outlet and that community support. There were other people as well. And it has impacted how I serve my clientele, how I approach my role in the workplace with this new corporate position that I have. And I I just want to have this moment of gratitude for you because I think that people like you who create the invitation, like you said, you know, are the ones that that are the community builders. You are 
the ones that help to establish that niche of transformation where people can come together and master something together, which coincidentally is your coaching business's name. So maybe you can share a little bit more about LC Inner Mastery. Hmm. Oh, I love that. I, I, and I thank you. I, I really just want you to know that I fully receive your kind words and the acknowledgement of what and how that impacted you. Because you're absolutely right. A lot of times in creating that invitation, we don't actually fully know or understand or have the, the gift to really, really hear through someone's story and their sharing about the impact that it had. And I think that's really important too, is is the opportunity when you have that to share, to share, you know, how a community impacted you, how a particular space or the way in which somebody invited you in at a time and place, the impact that that had, because as we tell each other's stories, it really helps to harness and have us re- remember how important it actually is. And something I recall saying in those early days as well is that I might have been the invitation, but I leaned into every single one that were in that space they were the eyes and the ears and the the heart and the lifeblood back to their people in the sense of that bridge. And so that committee then opened up many multiple bridges that would then have an impact that I would never fully uh, grasp or understand because of who you were as individuals raising your hand, choosing that role to be able to, to serve and support in leaving a legacy, leaving a legacy in the way that you felt compelled based on the, the collective vision of in the momentum that we were hoping to, that we were looking to achieve. So yeah, it is a beautiful thing. I, I couldn't, uh, I couldn't agree more. And yeah, you know, as part of additional source of passion most recently is through LC Inner Mastery, where I really support self-care in the way that it is critical for us to understand. And actually my mantra on that on the site is from stress to crisis to burnout to success, courage and breakthrough. And I do share my own story just around, you know, feeling in an imposter in the industry in, in you know, having gone through a, a, my own tough and challenging time related to stretching and overextending myself and at times my own fear in reaching out for help. And so sharing that story openly and authentically writing a book about it, it's called Big Heart Mess. And speaking to and about my experiences of where that happened and what was the outcome. But more importantly, some of the key principles that through that challenging experience and, you know, others, but through that one in particular, where I actually, I I guess, diagnosed myself as having been burnt out, um, you know, trying to, to, to wear many hats, juggle many things in the crux of COVID, you know, just really it in it, sitting to to really understand what are the key core principles that help bring us back in alignment to the things that matter. And it took a while, but that's, that really is a function of now my mantra, uh, the story and the book and the support that I provide and offer. And so if there is an opportunity to check out my website, I offer some free resources. I also offer the opportunity to purchase my book, which also supports Project Rescue Children, which really draws awareness around child sex trafficking globally, which is a a deep passion of mine as well. And of course, as you mentioned, the opportunity for some coaching or additional support. So that's that's all there on the the lcintermastery.com website if, if anyone is interested. What I'm passionate about, Michelle, and that is fundamentally people 
for me, it has been people, it will always be people. And that really is what I'm passionate about is, is cultivating relationships with what I believe is most important, whether we're talking community, workplace, in our family, it's, it's the people, it really is the people in our lives that matter. Yeah, I absolutely. I mean, over the course of my life, I have, I can probably count on both hands, the amount of people that I have met who to me kind of have their own orbit. They are so energetically alive and so magnetic that it's like everywhere they go, they have this orbit of people and like, just like, they just have this energy that like just draws people in and it's so nurturing and and it feels safe and it feels constant, you know, it's because if you think about an orbit, something that is constantly moving, but it's also stable, right? Like an orbit is stable. And that's what I consider you as, as one of those people is that you have your own little universe and everywhere you go, you pull people into your orbit, but they feel safe and nurtured and, and a part of something bigger than themselves. And when we talk about community on the podcast, it really does mean something unique to every different guest because of the way that they exist in the world, how they identify themselves, you know, who I am, right? Who am I as a community builder? And for you, the the dominant theme in your career has been health and wellness, but you're also spending some time exploring energy work and shamanism. I would love for you to share more about those experiences and how they affect you today. Yeah, I mean, those are the things that I am curious about. And I, I see myself as a lifelong learner. And in that, the opportunity to link in two different communities where they're they're teaching different modalities. In that, I get to connect with like-minded individuals who are interested to learn, to expand, to grow in consciousness. So for me, that's kind of a a personal self-care commitment where I align to that core value of personal growth and transformation. And so how that has transpired over the last few years, decades, really is an unwavering commitment to Fields like training meditation, in mindfulness, in quantum flow practices, in solution-focused coaching, in shamanic training, which is what I'm currently in, and also I'm taking some courses related to emotional intelligence and what the value of that is in the world as we move into what we're calling sort of a new normal, a new ecosystem, what really is going to matter around how we are in relationships, regardless of where we find ourselves. And I I see that important related to community. You know, even as you said, community, I thought there's two words in there. Come, unite. Yeah, wow. Come and unite. And then when you shared the analogy of the, what was downloading for me was a lighthouse. Oh, so that's mm. that's what it, you said. The orbit. The orbit. And so what was coming for me is like we're all a lighthouse, and so there's a certain light that we shine, and it you, you know it just resonates out into the world that helps to shed and shine light for others who may be seeking their own, who maybe need a little nudge, who are absolutely shining bright as well, and and but it's also a shared experience. It isn't the expectation that. I'm always shining bright. Sometimes I need to lean in. And that's the beauty of community is that we get to lean in and out so that we're served both ways. But I, I, that I was just thinking, you know, come, come and unite is really the, the invitation and what we're talking about, Michelle. And I see you as that just around this podcast that you're shaping to really help bridge the diverse 
opportunities in how we we view and what our experience is inside of community. But coming back to some of the courses that I'm resonant with, it's twofold. It's for learning and growth, but it's to connect with like-minded individuals on the path to growth and evolution and heightened consciousness. That is my devotion and commitment. Yeah. And I think that especially in the last few years, because of the pandemic and how it impacted the way that we live, our systems, our beliefs and values, like huge social shifts have occurred. And I feel like as a collective, we've all just been tuned to this new frequency of life. And And it's one of those things that, and maybe you would be able to expand on this, but my experience of it was now that I have experienced this, now that I have seen it and witnessed it and felt it, I can never unknow it. I can never go back, you know, and, and it's not a like, la, I'm enlightened and everything's perfect. And uh, it's like the opposite. It's like, oh my God, what do I do with all these feelings? What's happening? But you literally cannot ignore it. And there's almost an element of wholeness in like just absorbing and integrating all of that for yourself. Because when we are on the hamster wheel of life, you know, with our jobs and our families and our kids and just everything, we are not tuned in to the energetics around us. But when life events happen, whether it be a pandemic or maybe a big tragedy or a loss in the family or a big change, a move or something like that, that is when the world gets shaken up. And that is when we can start to have these little portals open and the energy to creep in. And, and that is what I have experienced over the last few years. Because for me personally, I've had some huge changes. I moved overseas in the middle of the pandemic. I started a business for my living room floor. I completely reinvented myself, quite literally. But I also, like this house, this temple that you see, it burned down. Like, I'm going to, I'm just going to keep it real, folks. The shit house burned down. <laughs> and and it burned and it smoked and it was really scary for a while Mm -hmm. but then and what I think what is so beautiful about things that burn down is that that is how we create new life the ashes nurture the soil it tends a seed and then it grows and so for for anybody who has gone through a major shift in their lives there is this energetic shift you feel it. You can never unknow it. And you're never the same. And the intentionality behind those shifts is what really matters. These shifts can be equally constructive and destructive, depending on how we intend them. And, and so one of those shifts for me was meeting you. That was a huge shift. Um, that was a positive thing. And I think that if it wasn't for that experience of knowing you and being a part of your community, I don't know if I would have had a positive shift this time around. Because mm-hmm. over the years, and it, and that's why we've always been in touch, I think, is because when someone touches your soul like that, like you don't forget them, you don't leave them behind. And it's never like a, oh, I haven't talked to you in a few years. What do you want? It's like, you're my person. Mm-hmm. And I'll be present for you when you need me. And it's okay if we haven't talked for a year or it's okay, you know, but you're my person. And that's the way I feel about us. And so I'm curious to hear, Linda, as we wrap up, how you feel your world is shifting and what advice you can give the listeners if they're going through a shift so they can come with a positive outcome. Hmm. 
Love that. Really appreciate your sharing your transparency and vulnerability, Michelle. Thank you. I would say that I think we often refer just because it is still fresh for many of us to the pandemic and the experience of it. And in some cases, it was incredibly challenging for some. And in some, it was also incredibly enlightening, like it was the wake up call required. And so regardless of where you are on that spectrum, uh, if there'd be one commonality that I really feel like I hear from many in that experience, especially because in that time, many of us felt more isolated. And there certainly could be the narrative that that was a gift because it assisted us to connect more internal, which is a good thing to connect in with our families. In some cases, that could be a good thing. But it also reinforced that we also do need the external world because anything too far on either end of the pendulum isn't. So I think for me, it's the reminder to seek that harmony, that harmony and blend for our mental and emotional health of when it is time to unite internally with our soul and ourselves, but then where it's important to put our hands out and to reach out to our communities and to the people that help us thrive, that help us remember why we're here, what is possible when sometimes we forget, and to link in and and to find the, the spaces and places that you feel aligned and that help you rise and shine. And so for me, the invitation is, is an honest assessment truly though, within yourself of kind of where are you at on that pendulum of maybe taking it too far where you've completely isolated, or maybe you're completely distracted within many communities that maybe actually aren't really providing you with that resonance that you're looking for. And so just starting with that honest assessment and then finding consistently finding, and it really is a dance. It doesn't mean that it's, you know, it's a perfect equation, but you know, commitment to just that devotional dance of finding a good, good harmony and balance so that you your heart and your soul, as you mentioned, Michelle, fundamentally feel impacted in a good way by it. And to be compassionate and patient with yourself as we are all navigating, from my perspective, a new time, a new e- ecosystem, and the opportunity to collaboratively make decisions and choices moment by moment in terms of what this is going to mean and what is it going to look like over time and who you are is a part of that impact and to never forget that. Yeah, you're, I completely agree with you. It is about embodiment of your essence of who I am. I have a podcast episode for those of you listening, if you want to tune in earlier in season one, I have a podcast episode called What is Embodiment? And it's not what you would expect because when I was on my own embodiment journey, I was like, what, what is this? Like, this is painful. This is hard. There's so many misconceptions up there about what it truly means to go on that type of journey. And, you know, at the beginning, before we hit record, you were talking about shadow work. And if anybody has experienced or what is known as like the dark night of the soul, like when your shit house burns down, like, yeah, (laughs) yeah, you know, it is kind of the beginning of that embodiment Mm -hmm. journey, because when you get down to the bedrock of who you are, there's only one way to go up right? So from there, that is where you really come home to yourself. That is when you can really come back to the essence of who you are, and you can start to discern and do those assessments like you were talking about, because that is exactly what I did. You know, it's like, wow, I thought these people were my people, but they're actually not. And I can still love them from a distance, but they need to have a different role and perspective in my life. 
and that's perfectly okay. And and there's like a grieving process in that too, because you're mourning the person that you thought you were going to be or that you wanted to be, or and then you're mourning those relationships. But there's genuine transformation on the other side. And as painful as that was when I was going through it, I'm grateful for that. And I'm and I'm also grateful for the fact that COVID kind of gave me that ability to kind of go into that cocoon stage because nobody was expecting me to go out and be out because we were literally locked down. So I was totally okay to just go through that cocoon stage, that exploration and shadow work, like in in the privacy of my own home. I know that for so many people, they don't have that luxury and that privilege. So that's why corporate wellness is so important. And and the work that you do is so important because I know that for other people that you're supporting right now, that's probably their cocoon, you know, whatever committee you're running now or the events that you're hosting about health and wellness, that's their cocoon. So I really encourage you and I thank you so much for doing that and, and keep doing that good work because it's so needed. And and we hear about health and wellness in the workplace. It's kind of been a buzzy term for like a couple of years, but but it's so much more than that. It's, you know, when you have people like Linda who embody that who are that orbit, you know, that I was talking about, then it's not a buzzword. It's not a catchy thing. It's not a trendy thing. It's like, that's who Linda is. When you're around Linda, that's what you experience. Doesn't matter if you're working with Linda or if you're in community with Linda, or if you meet Linda in the grocery store, like that is the energy that you will receive. And that's super special. So thank you so much, Linda. And um, before we wrap up, please let us know just quickly one more time where our listeners can find you, how they can work with you, and um, and all the good stuff. Oh, beautiful. Thank you so, so much. What a wonderful conversation and opportunity to really highlight the impacts and value of community. And I look forward to hearing more stories as, as you progress along. So to get in touch with me, honestly, the easiest is just a www.lcinnermastery.com and all contact information, all resources, all ways to connect with me are right there. Um, And I'd love to hear from you. Thanks so much, Michelle, for today. Thank you, Linda. I'm going to put all the links to Linda's socials in the show notes and come back next week for another great community story. 